So, we're starting from uh, the top of the page. Amaluhu Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes is now offering the answer to the, this new question. Do we trust the Eidecha to say that she does not need to do evil when the status quo was that she should need to do evil? Okay? So, Amaluhu Rav Sheshes, I think I have a good source. Amru, love, they told her, your husband died first. Then your son died. And then she got married. Now, what's the case? She's saying that she does not need to do Yibu, right? What's the case? That it's two against two. Who told you? Why do we believe the second set of witnesses? We should believe the first set of witnesses. Meaning, how do you know which one to believe? Furthermore, Mamzer, why you call the kid a Mamzer? It's a doubt. We don't know. Okay, um, we're not accurate. We, we said mamzer, but we're, it's really only a suffix mamzer. Um, it, it sounds like in the Mishnah we are accurate. So we're saying when it's not a mamzer, that it's not a mamzer. Mamzer here means definite mamzer. So it was one. The only reason why we reject what the one witness told us that she is free to marry and does not need Yebom is uh, because um, is because the two countered the one. But without them, I mean, we would have believed him that uh, that the case had happened that this that the um, <coughs> that the son died second, and therefore there's no mitzvah Yebom. So the Gemara said Laolam not a and this is why Laolam tre really it's two against two. I, why we believe in the second set over the first set? explains, hazama, where the second set of witnesses did not say um, anything uh, regarding the case. What they said was, is that you guys, whatever your testimony was, you could not have testified that effect because you weren't even there, right? So in other words, uh, they said we were in um, Timbuktu and we saw the we saw this whole situation where the son died first, then the husband, and came along other witnesses says, what do you mean you were in Timbuktu in that date? You were with us in another country on that time, in that same day. So, uh, and that, we believe there's a special that when the second set of witnesses is discrediting the first set by saying that they, weren't, they couldn't have been there to have testified, then they are, we believe the second set over the first set. And that's what's going on over here. So that could be what's going on. So the bottom line is, we do not at this point have a raya that we can believe a single witness with regards to a woman's ability to be free to marry and not fault evil. Okay. So Tashma, come and hear a nice proof to this shaila, this question. A woman is not trusted to say, my Yavam is dead. She now say that I'm now free to marry. Okay, really, her husband died. And uh, she informs us that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really aware that my Yavam, uh, you know, died. Okay, we, I was there. Nobody else saw, but, you know, he was bit by a snake and he, whatever, and he drowned, whatever it is. She's the only one who saw the, the, that, her, that her Yavam is dead. And therefore, I'm free to marry. And she's also not believed to say that my, my sister is dead, and now I'm free to marry her husband. Okay? 
That's fishy. Okay. You don't trust her. Why? Um, why? Because maybe she has her eye out for, you know, um, she dislikes her brother-in-law and she likes her brother-in-law. Okay. In the other case. Her sister. You following? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Her, her husband's brother she doesn't like, but her, 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 sister's, uh, husband her sister's husband she does like. Okay. So that's the issue. So he, it's clear that she's not believed. The implication is that if it wasn't her particular, Ha'ed Echad was a regular single witness, and then Mehemun would be believed. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice raya that an Eid Echad is believed in this thing. Okay. Let's look at the latter quote. Let's follow the whole quote. Okay. Uh, it says in the Sefer, Ain't Ishin Emun Lomar, a man is not believed to say, that my brother's dead, and therefore I can do Yibum to his wife. And I can, and he's also not believed to say that my wife is dead. that I can marry your sister. Okay, you know, it goes two ways. Okay, sometimes he has, a, uh, he also has a, the husband. Uh, the man has his eye on his sister-in-law. So if he's the one who's informing us that his brother's dead, and therefore he needs to do yibum to uh, to, to his brother's uh, wife, we don't really trust him. And similarly, if. Uh, if he's the one who's informing us that his wife died and now he's free to marry <coughs> his wife's uh, uh, sister, so we don't believe him. He's not believed. Would be believed. Now, that's what we're saying here, right? Now, here's the question. When it comes to the woman, I understand why she is, uh, she should have a believability of that an Eid should be believed in that case. Because Right now, she's stuck. She's not allowed to marry anybody. So that's why there's a special allowance, a special uh, arrangement that we trust one witness because of Igun. Igun means she's not, she's not allowed to marry, right? Akilu Barabana. El Ish. But by a man, what kind of, uh, what, what kind of uh, a special allowance? He's not limited right now. So why should we believe in Eid Echad? You think it's only him that we don't believe? But in Eid Echad we would believe? Michael Meimar, Eloki Yisrich. So that's the kasha over here. Like it doesn't make sense that we should trust an Eid Echad in the safer case because it's only it's only to the benefit of this man who's who's not lit, uh, you know is not locked up that he can't marry anybody. He can't marry this particular person. That's fine. I'm saying he wasn't limited in any way. So there's no pressure to force this uh, to believe a single witness. And since Rabbi Kiva says uh, that there's a mamzer from Chavei Lavin, so again, so we know that Rabbi Kiva is of the opinion that even if it's just a regular negative prohibition, the, the children from that union would be mamzerim. Okay, so maybe the question over here, and this is not um, the belief. The reason why we would believe her here, and specifically the woman, should be believed. You want to know why? Because she is gonna make sure not to ruin her children's lives, and therefore, if she's telling us that her sister is dead, and I'm free to marry her husband, um, that is, she would not lie about that because 
her kids are going to be mamzerim in that case. And the same thing, um, if uh, you know, if she's saying that I'm not obligated to do yibum, and the kids will be mamzerim if I if 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 there is a requirement of yibum, she is making sure that her husband is dead. Okay, kamash Milan, uh, that uh, that that we don't say that we don't you know like she's you know all right so the kids will be messed up. <laughs> what does that have to do with the love that I have for this guy? You know what I'm saying? Like hey, dude, it doesn't matter. Okay, she's not really. She's not really so concerned about her kids, okay? That's the story. Um, anyway, so what's the bottom line? So Rav Amar, okay, we're skipping the parentheses. Rav Amar, Rav says, Eid Echad Neman One witness is enough, by the case of Yivama, to free her to marry that she doesn't need to do Yivum. Mekal V'chomer. And the reason is because if it's a Kal V'chomer. Le'eser Karizitarta, but... We believe an Eid Echad to say that she's not a married woman, right? So to, to, to say that there's no that she's not that the Yavam uh, that there's no mitzvah yibum, which is only a lav uh, to, to to go ahead and marry somebody else. That uh, so of course we're going to believe the Eid Echad. You understand? If we leave, if we trust him on real serious things, show we trust him on less serious. Okay, so I mean everyone, no one denies that the ramifications of a woman who needs Yibam to go ahead and marry somebody else is weaker, it's only a love, it's only a negative prohibition. It's not as severe as the kares or death penalty that's attached to um, a married woman going with somebody else. So one of the rabbis said to Rava, he asked you know, your logic is weak. Why? Because uh, you're making a kavachomer here that we should believe the Eid Echad because we believe in this case. Now, what about, and uh, so surely we'll believe in the other case. Well, what about the woman herself? What if she's the inform- informing us of the death of her husband? Or she's informing us of the death of her, uh, of her sister or of the Yavam, right? Um, so he asked Tarta, what we believe her with when it comes to Tarta, but not when it comes to the love. So your uh, your logic is 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 weak. So what's the reason why we talk and don't believe her? I'll tell you why. The she really has a dislike for her brother-in-law, her, her husband's brother. So therefore, she's not really doing the proper research to make sure that uh, that the Yavim's dead. So maybe because even the Eid is only believed because of it's augmented by her checking, her fact-checking. So therefore, and therefore, it's still uh, no proof at all. Mm-hmm. And that is where we left off without any proof. Okay. Brings us to the next uh, next section of the Mishnah. Zem Darish, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Nasya. Rabbi Lezer, said a drasha when it says, V'isha, Grusha, Isha. That's a proof that uh, um, even if that in order for uh, the divorce to be um, become prohibited to her, uh, to marry a Kohen as a divorced woman is if she was being divorced from somebody who is her husband. But over here, where the second husband is not clearly not her husband, so even with the divorce, it's not it's not not chayv. So Alam Rav Rav Yud Amarav. So Rav Yud said Amarav. Havalele Rav Belazar lemidrash bei marganisa vedarsh bechaspa. He chose the wrong drasha. He should have picked a a pearl drasha instead of instead of the the earthenware drasha. Okay, what's the pearl trasha? My Marganisa? The Tanya is another brisa. So in other words, really, there's another explanation of Isha Grushma Isha. 
What is that that the Brisa says? Fiyisha grushim yisha. What does that mean? Vafilu nizgarsha elam yisha tzulalukuluna. Meaning, what if the man gives the get to his wife and he says, "Hare, I'm graciously," right? But uh, but you're not allowed to marry any man. You're not married, but you're still not allowed to marry any man. Okay, that's a weak get. Obviously, a whole purpose of the get is to free her to marry you, anybody. But okay, this is what he put on the condition. So that has a quality of what we call a reach get. It smells like a get because he is divorcing her. So the halacha is even if he should die at this juncture, so now she should be free to marry because there's nothing left. Still, in all, she's prohibited to a kohen because that what is this? Because she's an isha grusha isha. She's divorced from her husband, and that's all that she has is the divorce of the husband. That's the good drasha that he should have said. That's what the pasuk's talking about. get the that even the get, even what smells like a get, passes her from marrying a kohen, and that's what is the alternate drasha of these psukim that he should have said. Okay. Brings us to the it's new. The guy gave the, the first Russian, but where he gave, where, where really wasn't married to her. He gave, but he gave her the get, I guess, to Rabbanon Torah, right? Right. It's not even with Rabbanon. Since the mistake in the get, they put the wrong name in it, they put the wrong place. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, it's, so it's then it's, a, it's not a get for two reasons. It's not a get for two reasons. <laughs> okay. All right. Somebody whose uh, wife went overseas. This time the wife went to us, traveled, right? Enough of you going overseas, right? We changed this thing, shake up the story. The wife is the one who went overseas. Above Amrlo, and then they informed him, your wife is dead. So he's like, okay. I like my wife, the sister. I always have my eye on her sister. He married. I don't want a new set of in-laws. I'll take the quantity, the known quantity, then uh an unknown quantity. And he married, he married, he doubled down, marries the sister. Then the wife shows up. So the halacha here is interesting how things change, right? Muteris lachserlot. He, the second wife is nothing, and he goes back to his first wife, and everything's perfectly fine. And in fact, he's not even prohibited to the relatives of the second wife. It's not, she's not a wife. And the second one was like she was never married to the, this man, and she's permitted to his relatives. Okay, none of the it's like a non-marriage. Okay, the second marriage is a non-marriage altogether. The Mesa Rishona, and if the first one would die now, like for real, okay, not just news, okay, so not fake news. So then he can marry the second wife. He doesn't become Nasar. So very interesting how the ramifications of this type of situation is very, very different than the, situa- than the situation where uh, the husband has gone, okay? Uh, which has a lot of, much worse ra- ramifications to her, to the, to the wife. So Amrilo, they told him, that his wife is dead. And then he married the sister. And then they told him later, your wife actually was alive. And then she died later. Mamzer. First child that was born before his wife actually died is a mamzer. Ha'achrayin a mamzer, but the second one, the next children are not mamzer. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi says, Kol she'posalite Any time there'll be a psul from others is a psul from himself. Kol she'posalite'echerim, and if not, there won't be a psul by others. So in a posalite'atzmo, Rashi says, you'll have to hold, hold on to find out what Rabbi Yossi is talking about. It's a little bit a little bit cryptic, and um, you know, so he says, 
stay tuned. You know what? He, from Rashi wants you to, you know, keep learning. You know, that's want to give you away all the information up front, and then you then you might just not not come the next day. So, anyway, so that's the story. So I'm not. I, so I'm. I, so I trust the Rashi that the Gemara will explain. I don't know myself. We'll find out. I'll find out. Okay. So first things first. The Gemara of even though here's a fascinating scenario where it's like sort of reverses it. So let's say the people who were traveling was his brother-in-law and his wife. Okay, so you're listening to the case. The woman who he, his, his, the two, the, 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 the so we have, Our let's brother. say, you have Ruven and Shem, not, not a brother, so you have Ruven and Sam, okay? And uh, they're married uh, to sisters, okay? So mm-hmm. Rachel and Leah. So Ruven's wife, Rachel, goes overseas with Sam, who's married to Leah, okay? So Leah's here, keeping, you know, holding down the fort and whatever, and they happen to be traveled on the same, the same boat. Not together, per se. We're not talking about anything done, being done wrong. But anyway... The, they were. They decided to take uh, to go on the Titanic. Uh, the other party couldn't make it anyway, and then it sinks. Okay, and the news is hit right that uh, that so Vagav to Azul Ishto Vigiso. So the wife, as well as his his wife's sister's husband, um, went overseas. The Ahani Hani Nisuim the Kamitzra Eshes Giso Agiso his. Sis, his, his sister-in-law, meaning his wife's sister, is going to be prohibited to go back to her husband, right, when he shows up. They both showed up afterwards, right? His wife shows up and, and, his, and uh, his brother-in-law shows up. So is his... Is his after they thought they were Yeah, after they thought they were dead. So he married... He, right, so Reuben married Leah now, and then all of a sudden, Sam and Rachel come back and they said, oh, we, you know, we didn't die, we... we we never died, right? So now, what happens? Can is Leah permitted back to Sam? No, she's not. Okay, but is Rachel allowed back to Reuven? Absolutely. Um, yeah, um, it, it, the the wife of it, it, you know Leah is not allowed back to Sam, but Ishto Sharia, but but Rachel is permitted back to uh, Reuven. We don't say since um, since Leah now is not allowed back to Sam. So um, maybe his wife should be asked to him. Maybe she should say like it's kind of inconsistent over here that uh, she, that the, the wife who we married is not allowed back to her husband. So his wife is now ba- allowed back to him. Why is that? Okay, we don't say that. So um, the Gemara is saying, seems that our mission is not following Rebekiva. Why? We got ourselves a problem over here. Why? Because, as you know, um, we do require him to write Taitse, right? He's going to have to give a get to um, the, the sister, his sister in law, who he married. Um, uh, because that's what it says. She's has to separate from both sides. Rach, um, Leah has to separate from, from Reuven as well as from Sam. So they're both going to give a get. So he's going to give a get. So to, if he's giving a get to Leah, then, um, then that means that Rachel is the Achos Krushasa, is the sister of his divorcee. In general, by Erva, you don't need a get. 
except for an ish, a married woman who got married based on the advice of the courts that she's free to marry, and it turns out that she wasn't really free to marry, and then you'd still have to give a get, even though she was, she was a married woman. For also the case of and also the case of where you were informed, so you have to give a get. So now that he has to give her a get to the chosisha, so, 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 if you have to give a get, then by definition, the sister is now a chosgrusha, so he should become prohibited back to his wife. Why is he allowed back to his wife? It's his sister of his divorcee. So the Gemara answers, It's a case of the, of the sister-in-law, the brother's wife, the case is this, his brother did kiddushin to his wife. Not, he never consummated the marriage. And then he had to go overseas. And then, and then he heard that his brother's dead. So I guess I have a mitzvah. When he did marry his brother's wife, as a doing yibum, basically, and we say that when the brother comes back, the reason why we require the second one to give a get is because we're going to say that there was maybe the person, the first brother, had a, 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 had a, a, a conditional kiddushin, which happens, you know, and the conditions weren't met on the condition that you're very rich. And sure enough, it was not rich. Okay, happens all the time. People make presentations about. Certain things, and they're and they're not there. Um, so if and then therefore it was in, in like an annulled marriage, and that's why we consider the marriage of the second brother like a legitimate marriage, or we would require a get. By because it's a true marriage. By a in the case of a chosisha, is the same circumstance. man did only a kedushin to the woman. and then she went. To Medina and he heard that his wife that he betrothed is dead. Ahmed he went ahead and married the wife's sister. The reason why that marriage is recognized as a marriage, because I'll say maybe the first marriage, there was a condition in her Kiddushin, and therefore, and therefore this marriage, even though his wife her, uh, is, uh, didn't die, but maybe there was a condition that was conditional, and the conditions weren't met, and therefore this is a legitimate marriage, and that's why you need to get from the second marriage. That's only true by Kiddushin. But if it was marriage that was consummated, then we never, generally, we never assume that a consummated marriage is, uh, is, is conditional. And the reason why is there's a rule, he doesn't want this act of relations to be an act of znos, an act of promiscuity. He wants it to be in a marriage setting. He's very particular about that. So that's a story. Right, uh, so can you say that this conditional conditional consummated marriage? So that's the so again we really qualify that whole thing where we where we would require a get. So Rav said to Rav Kana, if it's possible to go like Rav Kiva, 
listening now, Michamos, don't you think mother in law should have been in the list? Why? Because Rabbi Kiva's opinion is, um, he says that after the death of his wife, the mother in law's, the, the Isser to the mother in law, there's no Sreifa anymore. Meaning, the Isser to marry a mother and a daughter, which is, has the death penalty of Sreifa, is during the lifetime of the daughter. But if the daughter dies and he marries the mother in law, so then that Isser is not Bisreifa anymore. It says, he dies in Srefa, and they die in Srefa. Now, obviously, the wife can't die in Srefa. What did he do wrong? Uh, that one of them he married properly, and then he married the mother. That's weird. So, so why does it say, yes, and both of them? So also, there's Achaz, man. Rabbi Shmuel says, one of them, whichever one second, that's who's going to have to tie this rape, okay? I get that. Um, but Divrei um, Rabbi Shmuel, whichever one second. Rabbi Kiva Omer, no, also there's Shtehen. It's them and the, it's the both of them, which basically means that it's, there's two people that would have to die here, okay? So in other words, it's, it, you know, according to Rabbi Kiva, it's referring to both um, it's the mother-in-law and the mother of the mother-in-law. Both have the same Isser um, Sreifa. Okay, that's what Rebekiva says. There is no practical difference between Rebekiva and Rebbe Shmuel. Why do Rebbe Shmuel Salvar Chada? That it's only referencing in the text one, um, meaning the mother-in-law, and that's it. And Rebekiva Salvar Tart, that it's referencing the mother-in-law and the mother of the mother-in-law. They're both Bisreifa. Shaper, then fine. El Rava, but Rava has a different takeover here. He says, The practical difference is mother in law after the death of the wife. So let's put Lisni Chamosol. Why don't you put mother in law in the case? So, the, so uh, because also there's no, it sounds, we're assuming that there's no Isser after the wife dies. So what happened? His wife went overseas. She, um, and then. He's like okay, and he marries the mother of of, of his of his wife, his mother-in-law, and then the wife comes back. So why don't we talk about that case as well? It should, it's the same type of thing. Samalei, so he explains. The puzzle does exclude the mother-in-law after the death of the wife from death penalty of srefa. The puzzle never took it out of this status of isra. It's still an usher union, so he had no business marrying his mother-in-law, even if even if his wife died. Um, okay. It sounds like it's uh, it's just not a death penalty. Um, huh? Is he killed? What? It's, it's a lot. It's a lot, but there's no death penalty. That's all. Yeah. So, did you say at one point that both the mother-in-law and the that's the implication of the text because it says he dies and they die how can it be they everyone rejects the whoever's the legitimate wife first okay it could be the daughter or the mother right right so then, then the, exactly that's the other way around. Okay. That's the other way around. But the point being is that how can it be the two of them? It can't be the two of them. Right. That's, so that's why Rabbi, Rabbi no, Ishmael so. says it's not the two of them, it's the one. That's hen, is the he, hena in, our, in Greek is one. That's how you say one in Greek. Hena. So S N. Right. Okay, anyway. Um, 
Rabbi Kiva says that there's two that are being referred to here: the mother, the mother-in-law, and the mother of the mother-in-law, and both of them are misreifa. Oh, oh, okay. That's how the he's saying. Right. Anyway, but the point being is okay. So, so that's the that's the story. Um, all right. I think you know, I'm thinking. How are we doing? All right, we have time. Peteaser bishkivedachosa. Why? Okay. So now the Gemara wants to know. Okay. So that's why we couldn't put chamosu in the case. So the question is, why doesn't she, the sister, his own wife, his first wife, okay, remember what happened. His wife went overseas. He thought, he was told that she's dead. He marries the wife's sister, and everything's done. You know, as soon as the wife comes back, he just separates from the sister, and he's back to his wife, and no ramifications, no penalties, no nothing, Okay. Um, so why is why doesn't he become prohibited by having slept with his wife's sister? Doesn't that, why does that make him now not allowed back to his wife? That's the question. Just like the woman whose husband goes to Medina Siam, she becomes usher uh, by having lived with another man. She becomes usher to her husband who comes back. Why is this different? That's the Gemara's question here. So the Gemara says, well, dummy, there's a big difference, and here's why. Ishto, let's say by the case of the wife, Dibimezid, if she would, knowing that her husband's alive, live with another man, Asira, she becomes Midorai, so she's prohibited back from the Torah. The Torah doesn't allow her back to her husband once she cheats on her husband. So therefore, Gazu Barabana, the rabbis made a decree, even though it was only inadvertent over here, right? Because uh, she was informed that her husband's dead. Okay? So Achos, uh, Isha, when it comes to the sister in law, if, she, if he willfully slept with his wife's sister, does that make him usher to his wife? No. The Torah never said, I mean, he didn't have a right, he not have done it, but it doesn't make him prohibited back to his wife. So, if it was done, the rabbi has never made a decree. And that's what we're saving for tomorrow. How do you know that she doesn't become usher, um, uh, to, 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 that he doesn't become usher to his wife? We'll see why it's a pasuk. Anyway, we'll see that for tomorrow. I'll stop